This is POV, the podcast that gives you a point of view on all things controversial. Hi everyone and welcome to POV. This podcast is going to be tackling a variety of controversial topics in each episode. And each episode will also have a new guest to give their point of view. I'm Megan Evans and I hope you're ready to delve in. A quick disclaimer, we are not here to offend anyone, only to give our opinions and points of views. As the topics are controversial, you may not agree with our opinions and that is okay. We respect everyone's point of view and are looking to just delve deep into some interesting discussions. With that said, let's get on to the episode. This is POV. Hey everyone and welcome to POV. To start this series, the first controversial topic we're going to tackle is ghosts. The paranormal is a very controversial subject as many people are sceptical about their existence. For this episode, I'll be joined by identical twins, Will and Joe, who both are university students and are very interested in the topic itself and are ready to give their point of view on the subject of the dead. Hello. Hi. The idea that the dead remain with us in spirit is an ancient one, appearing in countless stories from the Bibles to Macbeth. It even spawned a folklore genre, ghost stories. Belief in ghosts is part of a larger web of related paranormal beliefs, including near-death experience, life after death and spirit communication. The belief offers many people comfort. However, some may argue that it is a load of rubbish and once you're dead, you're dead. So the question is, are ghosts real? Hi, I'm Joe and I believe in ghosts. Okay, Joe, so why do you believe in ghosts? Have you had any experience or...? Yeah, I've had quite a lot of experiences. So mostly was when I went to college, I moved to um, Kirkham Grammar School, which is a which is a boarding school up in Preston. And it's quite an old building. It was built in 1525 and there's... Um, there's quite a lot of activity around there, so it was quite interesting. Oh wow, right. do you have a specific story from there? Yeah, there's quite a few, but like the main one, so my old room was underneath the clock tower in the boarding house, and the old matron hung herself there. The ghost is known as the White Lady, and she walks the halls at night, and there's quite a few little things, like lads would have crosses on the chains, and that would get taken off the heads. They'd wake up in the middle of the night to it being lifted off. But then the worst one we had was, uh, it was around Christmas time, the day before we broke up, so everyone had gone home, and there's only five or six of us in boarding, and we decided all to have a big sleepover in this one big room, which is at the end of a long corridor. At the start of this corridor, there's a door, which is quite a loud door. When you open it, it's a fire door, so you can hear it. And there was one lad who didn't want to have the sleepover and stayed in his room, which was right next to the door. And we kept hearing this door open throughout the night, we just thought Miguel kept going to the toilet. And then eventually the door, it, like the, the amount of times it was opening was increasing. And it was really, really, someone was it opening and shutting it dead fast. It was like, <laughs> So Miguel eventually came into our room, like, came in like, what on earth are you doing? Stop messing about with me. I can hear you open the door and I can't catch me like, mate, it's not us. So then, then Miguel got scared and went and brought all his duvets and his mattress in and stayed on the floor with us. And the door kept opening and there was no one else in the boarding house. All the teachers were on the other side, locked away. So there was no, no explanation of who could have been doing this. And then we had a lad who was in the room with us who was, who was very religious. And he decided that he wanted to do a prayer to kind of bless the room. And the moment he said, Amen, the door slammed open and there was heavy footsteps all the way to the door. And then it, you could turn right into another little kind of section with two more rooms in. And in all of the, all the boarding rooms, they had glass 
windows at the top so the teacher could see if you had a light on or if you're on your phones. And then there's a motion sensor above in this little corridor where the person has walked and the light that gets turned off at 10 o'clock so no one can turn it back on. And this light slowly turned on and off really slowly. Five or six times and it turned off and then it all completely stopped. And then later on in the night, there was banging. And we looked up at the glass, the two panes of glass which are open at the top of the room and there was a figure of a face and a hand which then dropped when someone saw it. Oh my God, that sounds actually so scary. Did you ever ha like believe in it before? Like, What was your opinion before any of this happened? No, I was always dead skeptical. I never really believed because I never had, I never had any experiences and just one of them, I didn't really believe in it until I went and had all the, well, that, that was the main experience at first which really made me believe. Yeah, it's really interesting as a lot of people obviously don't believe until they experience something like that and it obviously changed their point of view and like now, I know I've had a few experiences like I believe 100% and I know, and now moving on to Will, he definitely does because he's also experienced stuff like that. Yeah, no, I was always quite sceptical. Hearing Joe's stories from when he went to boarding kind of made me believe a little bit but then I had my own experiences as I got a little bit older and that's where I started believing. Okay so do you have any personal experience that make you like believe in particular? Yeah, yeah so I got a job at the Tavern Sports Bar in Warrington working behind the bar and it's known for being a haunted pub anyway there's things in the local pet newspapers about beer rolling off or falling off the sides and stuff but when me and joe were working one quiet tuesday night where we hadn't been putting many glasses in the glass wash but we were stood easily two meters away from it no one had been there for probably an hour because we hadn't put, hadn't put any glasses in and it's just flown open and it had a catch so it's not just gonna come open on its own yeah it's quite it's gotta have some force to open yeah the door. and the thing just flew open that was that was the first thing that i ever witnessed which some people could say is quite questionable but then the second one I had so we work in a real ale pub and uh, we have little sample pots next to each hand pump and no one had been near it and the thing the sample pot something had knocked it clean off the bar and it went flying across the pub which was quite strange Quite a lot happens in the tavern though. I speak to people who've worked there for years or regulars and they always talk about in the corner next to the women's toilets, so next to the jukebox, there's an old man who stands in a full bowler hat in like a full suit and you always see him when you turn the lights off apparently. I'm, I've not seen him but no, the amount of people that have seen him it, it must be true. Whenever I'm on the clothes shift and I'm turning the lights off and we're leaving because we set the alarm off to go out within 10 seconds or the alarms go off. I always try and look and catch the ghost in the corner, but I've not seen I'm him I'm too yet. scared to do that. No, I, I always do. I, I, see I him. check every corner, though. I don't just check near the jukebox. I check every oh, compost corner, all the different places. He's never there. Yeah, I feel like whenever I've been in the tavern, it's definitely got a bit of a weird feeling about it. But the reason why I like believe is because when I was younger, one of my friend's houses actually used to be a midwifery hospital back in, I don't even know what year, but a long time ago. And obviously a lot of people have died within that house, like giving birth and stuff. And I had a sleepover when I was about eight and I could hear like a trailing of like, it sounded like a cloak trailing past. And I said to my friend, I was like, oh, can you hear that? And she was like, yeah, it's probably just the maid. And I was like, what, you've got a maid? And she was like, yeah, like the ghost of the maid that used to work here. And I was like, oh yeah, like whatever. She's like, yeah, just go out of the door and look. And you literally open the door and you could see this figure just walking down the stairs with like, oh, it was it was just so weird. I never wanted to stay, stay at that house ever, ever again. 
That house um, has been on most haunted. Though, yeah, hasn't it has. It? It's yeah, it's it's really. I, I would never you, want to do that. What you said about figures there, there's a big difference. I think what people, I think people don't believe there's something if they don't see something. Yeah, like if it's well, not ghosts, like an actual yeah. thing right there. But I think ghosts can be in different forms, like. Mm-hmm. A spirit, either a presence, and then yeah, actually like a, see it. And a lot of people the, say they have a feeling, like they yeah. feel like well, they can feel people say that on. ghosts work in different ways. There's an intelligent ghost where it is trying to communicate with people by showing itself, by banging. Then there's intentional ones that are trying to scare people that are quite malicious ghosts. Yeah. And so there are different forms of ghosts. Well, I know that people say, obviously, like I said earlier, um, people like get like a bit of a comfort out of thinking that like ghosts yeah. are there like I know my mum said that when her dad passed away she saw him sat on the end of her bed and he said like everything's gonna be all right I feel like p- people think like that's a bit of a comfort and like they like it's almost they don't move on to the afterlife until they've kind of done what they need to do <laughs> some people believe in the religious theory of purgatory for why ghosts are on earth so purgatory is like in, in limbo you're waiting to decide whether you're going to hell or heaven and basically, it's, that's why people think that ghosts are on the earth because they're stuck in limbo. They haven't. They don't know where they're going. So obviously, we've shared all our experiences and show why we believe. And obviously, our point of view is that ghosts are real. But can science prove that ghosts aren't real? So obviously, personal experience is one thing, but scientific evidence is obviously another matter. Part of the difficulty in investigating ghosts is that there's not actually like a universally agreed point of like a definition of what a ghost is so some believe that there are spirits of the dead who are here for whatever reason lost on the way to the other side but like others claim that ghosts are instead telepathic entities projected into a world of our mind so what do you guys like think about like the scientific side of it there's quite a lot of equipment that people use nowadays there's like spirit they call them spirit boxes. yeah spirit boxes and it picks up it's the electromagnetic frequencies that are emitted from... It picks up a lot of things from, like, radios and stuff, but you can hear specific little voices or words being said, but they're quite... I'm not 100% sure about no. spirit boxes because... You never get anything. It's always, like, a one kind of half a word thing. Yeah. And, and then people, I think it just annoys me. Oh, my God, they, they just said something. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of people are sceptical with that. And then... There's, what, what else do you use? They use? A lot of people use like cat toys, like a little ball, which mm. when they move, they're lit up and they just put them on the floor or around on the bed areas. and stuff. Because items can be haunted. Like I remember seeing one where it was a bed that was haunted and they placed it on the bed and then there was that's where those little cat toys mm. kept going off. But, but I think as well, because there's that many videos and stuff all over the internet where people think they've found evidence. I think a lot of people are very sceptical of it because of how... How easily things can be photoshopped, edited these days, so or or just simply faked. So yeah, so obviously the idea around ghosts has been used for like a monetary reason as well. So um, there's like ghost tours. Me and Will went on a ghost tour in Edinburgh, um, which definitely made me confirm my belief in ghosts. So we went to um, the ghost tour up in Edinburgh. Edinburgh is a really old city, and there's a lot of ghost stories around it, but it's. A lot. The big part you pay your money for the like the entertainment factor of it. So we had a tour guide who was playing Doctor Robert Knox, who was uh, the doctor that had he bought the bodies off famous body snatchers Burke and Hare. But he took us around Edinburgh. We went up the Royal Mile, then we went to the Greyfriars Kirkyard, which is the most haunted uh, graveyard in the world apparently. Because during the plague there was. I think he said there was 100,000 bodies yeah. buried in a, in a mass grave. He showed us, like, the wall, didn't he, as we was walking mm. around. Like, there was a big wall built up. 
and he was like just keep that in mind and then when we got around to the kir- uh, to the kirkyard he said like that is mm. all, underneath there is just thousands and thousands the, the of the wall bodies. started at like your knee height yeah. and then it was easily 12 15 foot high yeah. it was really tall and that was just to keep the bodies in you saying obviously there is elements of exaggeration in it but when we got to the kirkyard he the most haunted part of it is a mausoleum for george mackenzie who was king charles ii's lawyer so king charles ii came in and made preaching preaching had to be done in latin it went from a protestant side to catholicism now and they had to preach in latin and these scottish people couldn't speak latin so there was a massive coup against the king and i think there was a thousand people imprisoned in the greyfriars kirkyard with no shelter hardly any food and i think 800 of them died yeah so george mackenzie built his mausoleum he was dead into the um into the occult and stuff so he built his mausoleum next to the site where all those people died to try and get himself into heaven to uh, come be at one with the with the people that he'd killed and stuff. But on his mausoleum, there are loads of like little signs and parts of the sculptures were... For yeah, a, a they, had, like, the she- they had like shells and stuff mm. on the outside, which is help- meant to help him go um, into to heaven. Life, yeah. yeah, but the guy who was on our tour guide was telling us that he's left the, the kirkyard with scratches and bruises mm from what they say the poltergeist of george mckenzie so you can actually look in inside his mausoleum there's a little little gap that we were a bit we were a bit scared to to do that because i was more scared that the tour guide is going to like jump at me when i do it (laughs) anyways so we went to under the underground vaults where loads of people died and basically we went to the children's vault where the witch hunters used to torture and kill children and we were in there and we heard banging didn't we from yeah. outside and personally i don't think there was any way anyone could have got in well even but... the tour guide said like that isn't part of the tour by the way guys but you've got to yeah. think he's, he might be just being a bit dramatic like trying to play on our fears but and still stuff. like i said to you didn't i as soon as we went down my hair's stood on end and mm, i got goosebumps so, yeah, it got just scared. felt it just felt so weird i've never really experienced anything no. like like that obviously like i said i'd seen something before but i'd never felt like i literally felt mm. like there was something else down there that wasn't just us on the tour mm, it was quite scary down there wasn't it yeah definitely yeah so obviously from all of our experiences that we had like it is we can obviously say yeah we do believe because people who have had experiences are more likely to believe in in ghosts like obviously it's still a very controversial topic like there is no evidence really like hard evidence to prove yeah they are real or not because people might think all the evidence that is there might not be true yeah there's always an argument of someone's going to say that's real how how can that not be real and then someone who doesn't believe is going to say yeah. that's fake oh there's a picture mm-hmm. but yeah. it's, it's photoshopped exactly um, there's, a, there's always a for and against in every exactly. argument but obviously like we said we all have had experiences so our point of view is that they are real yeah so that's all we have time for on today's episode thanks so much for listening and we really hope you enjoyed hearing our stories and giving our opinions about ghosts and i'd like to say a big thank you to our guests today will and joe thanks for having us meg yeah thanks meg bye bye everyone this is pov